Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Donna Deegan, Chief Eternal Optimist of the Donna Foundation and founder of Donna Marathon Weekend. You're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. This week we have a special episode. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and it is a cause that is near and dear to our hearts. And today we're joined by someone equally as passionate, fellow D-Squad ambassador and member, Meredith Chambers. Welcome to our show and thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. We're so happy to be with you on the show and to share your passion with everybody. And as everybody in our community that we call the Runcation Nation knows we are ambassadors for the Donna Marathon weekend. And in 2024, I think this special weekend is going to be the even better than it has, if you can even top that from years past. I, last year was pretty awesome. I know you had FOMO. And I know when I say that, yeah. you, you, you I did. suffer again from the FOMO. I saw you all there, and I was, I can't wait to get back and make up for lost time. So, so this October, we focus on Breast Cancer Awareness Month, a cause we run for, mm-hmm. the Donna Foundation, and we want to highlight our fellow runners who support it as well. So before we get into the foundation, the race weekend, things like that. Can you just introduce yourself to uh, our community, the Runcation Nation? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Definitely. So I live in the Orlando area. So lots of running around here in Central Florida. And I started running towards a goal for the 2013 Disney Half Marathon or Marathon Weekend Mm. Half Marathon. So I've been running for... 10 years now, (laughs) close on 11 and found the Donna race semi early on in my running career. And it's just become a staple. So I am trying to run less half marathons these days. So the Donna is one I will continue and might be the only one, but it's (laughs) definitely the one I'm going to continue with. And shorter distances are fun for me these days. It's a, I think it's a run walker friendly half marathon 
Oh, absolutely. Very, for sure. Nice and easy. No, no pressure. Now, you mentioned a lot of running up there in the Orlando area. That is so I true. I literally this morning got an email from the Turkey Trot up there. Oh, did the track check. There is a great running community up there. But, uh-huh. but I'm curious, what prompted you to get into running? A lot of people do it for health. A lot of people do it for, I, I want to live to 100. What was your inspiration for getting into running? It was definitely the health aspect, trying to lose weight. And I started working with a personal trainer and was doing okay with that. And he's, you really have to do some cardio and that's not fun. So (laughs) I put that off for a long time. And then randomly one day I had a friend who had done a few Disney races and I had seen her medals and was like, she can do it. I can do it. So I signed up for a half marathon and with no running experience. And my trainer was like, okay, that's not what I had in mind, but you jumped in the deep end of the pool. (laughs) So just dive right in. But I thought it was going to be a one and done and being at Disney and being a lover of Disney, it caught my interest. And then maybe just one more and maybe one more. And then it grew. It's been a journey. (laughs) That's how they get you. It's the bling. It is the bling. It is the bling. And and again, run Disney, great events, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely a premium on on the pricing, but um, it's the experience. So we always tell our Runcation Nation, if you haven't done a run Disney event, you You should should. at least do one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get my money's worth. I take as much time as they allow me to and stop for the pictures and enjoy myself. I think that the Donna Marathon weekend is another one where you get your you make the most of your race entry fee, as we say on yeah. some of our shirts mm-hmm. that we have for the show. We take our time and we enjoy that whole experience. Mm-hmm. It what you said you found it fairly early on. Are you a streaker? Are did you find it the very first one? The very first? No. no. So someone I met through the Run Disney community actually was an ambassador the first year. And so the second year of the, I don't know, ambassador wise, but I started in 2015. So okay. not a streaker, but ever since then, I've been there every year. And last year I wasn't able to run it, but I still went with my friends and we did the 5k and I volunteered for the half marathon because I wasn't physically able to run it that year. So Mm. I'm excited to go back and really get it done this year and be out there with everybody. What, uh, what made you decide to, do you have a personal connection to the cause to what made you start to run for Donna? My mom was a breast cancer survivor and I'm not sure which came first me signing up for the race or her getting re-diagnosed for a second time, but she got diagnosed in December of 2014 with metastatic breast cancer and the race was 2015 in February. So I might've been signed up if I wasn't signed up. That definitely was the thing that pushed me over the edge and got me starting to fundraise. So she was always a huge cheerleader and loved that I did that every year. And She unfortunately passed in 2018, but that year she was able to come to the Donna race with me. That's very meaningful for me. Oh, sorry for your loss there. I can't even imagine. 
I lost my mom in 2016 and I know how emotional that race weekend is for me every year. So mm-hmm. what today are you working on to support the Donna foundation during breast cancer awareness month? So I think breast cancer awareness month is the best time to kick off your fundraising because it's when it's on everybody's mind. So those of us that are unfortunately touched by breast cancer, we know it's not only in October and the Donna races show that being three times a year, but the marathon weekend being in February, it's not just in October, but that's when it's on everyone's mind. So I think starting your fundraising in October is really impactful and then you can continue after that, but it's really when it's on everyone's mind. It's everywhere you go, pink ribbons, and it's really a great time to educate the community on what the Donna Foundation does when they're looking for those resources, especially in October. Yeah, even my police department lets us wear a pink badge to, to work every day. So mm. that's you're uh, absolutely right as far as mm-hmm. the, the awareness goes. Yes, and I can only imagine that at, because... I haven't been to the October events that the 5K that the Donna Foundation puts on in October yet. yet. I was going to say yet. (laughs) I was going to say yet. But (laughs) I can you imagine it would be a a beautiful race? But I can imagine Jacksonville being just decked out in pink everywhere in October. I can only see that happening there. And So I want to talk a little bit about the marathon weekend because you are right. I have FOMO Mm -hmm. from missing last year. And Mm -hmm. so have you done all the events at the Donna Marathon weekend? At one time or another? I didn't do the marathon, but I did my first year. We did it as the marathon relay when that was still... So that's how I started with the Donna Foundation is we did in 2015, the Marathon Relay. And then I was hooked since then. And I believe it was the next year they introduced the Booby Trap Challenge. And being a Run Disney runner, we're all about extra bling and extra challenges. So I've done the 5K every year since then. They even had a 10K at one point, maybe just one year or two years that I did. And but the Definitely the half marathon is where I enjoy. And last year, the 5K being at the Jaguar Stadium was so cool. I can't wait to go back this year for that. that so, I'm happy that, that it's back might, so I can do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I hated that you missed that. Yeah. Last year. We're, a lot of our listeners already know we are currently... Amy had to do that, and we decided to divide and conquer because mm-hmm. we didn't want to miss the Donna weekend. Right. I am so glad you're going to get to experience that 5K. Yeah. That might have been the coolest 5K I've ever done. It was great to see you do the live stream <clears throat> and to see everybody at Jaguar Stadium. It seemed like it just pumped up the 5K. And I can, I mean, I can remember I, I the one year you might have run the 10K. Meredith, it was, I, I can remember that there, there was the 10K first, and then you turned right around and did the 5K. Yeah. I don't know that if- That was hard. That was- <laughs> that, oh. that was rough for us, because we've, we've never trained a 15K distance. What? No. And we ended up literally finishing 
I think we hit a porta potty or a restroom and got oh, ro- yeah. right back in. And then because we had no time between. No, because we make the most of our race entry fee. And we were saving some yes. gas in the tank for the <laughs> half marathon. <laughs> I, I ran that one with a friend that I know from Run Disney and saw her there and was like, I'll just run with you. And she was a little faster than. I was at the time, and so after that 10K, she's like, okay, let's do the 5K. And I was like, no, you go. I'm, I'm going to walk it. We're good. We're going to yeah. make sure I can stay for it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that was a heck of a weekend. Oh, But that one was fun because you saw, like, the paw prints leading towards the stadium. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually go into the stadium, but we were in the vicinity. And the downtown area is so beautiful. It really is. Jacksonville, that's one thing they've got going for them up there is Mm -hmm. it's just a beautiful city. Yeah. And it's flat. Ish. Ish. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of Jacksonville and and Mm -hmm. Meredith, since you're a seasoned veteran runner of this race, maybe you could share some suggestions. Where would you recommend people who are looking to come to this race weekend, uh, look for hotels or stay in what areas we try to give some travel tips yeah as we talk about races and for you having been there so many years you might know a thing or two yeah yeah i've stayed in different places my favorite for races in general is staying as close to the start or finish line as possible so with the current start line we've stayed at the four points um sheridan i think it is that's right right there you can see it from the hallway you can see the start line so that came in very handy two years ago when it rained and it was cold and we just waited (laughs) to start but that's my favorite there is a best western too that's right on the other side of the start line so i know those aren't the host hotels this year and Mm -hmm. the four points is a little on the expensive side but you're right on the water and we always split the room between either three or four people Mm because we go up and make it a girls weekend so if it's nice we can go sit on the beach and have the balcony on the beach and you literally walk out the door and there's the start line so you do have to drive for the 5k but i'd rather be close for the half so that's what we do and that's a great tip we haven't actually i don't think we ever really talked about it if you get a group of friends to go run you don't each have to get a room Split right. the room cost. That's a great idea. If you're going to indulge on the on the more expensive options, it's a smart way to cut to cut make cost. it affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't always get into the host hotel either. Eventually, they run out of rooms. Right. Having some options in that area, and you're 100 percent correct, Mary. That is such a convenient spot. Just roll right out. Just. There you go. And you make a good point about the weather, too. So (laughs) you can't. It's February in Florida, so you can't really predict. Is it going to be rainy? Is it going to be windy? Is it going to be super humid or chilly? You can't. I don't Mm -hmm. think that Florida really decides what it wants to do in February ever. You can. It's a you have to pack for every possibility. We have literally run that race in every environmental condition, I think. And I'm sure you have, too. Yeah. It's been super hot. It's been super cold. Yes. The rain. Yep. Everything. (laughs) Yeah. But it doesn't matter what the weather is. It's still, it's still a favorite for us because the people, 
of the neighborhoods that the neighborhoods come out to just despite whatever even in the rain and the cold the neighborhood still came out Mm -hmm. which was awesome to see i was shocked that two years ago it was 30 mile an hour winds yeah and that was rainy and brutal 40 something (laughs) degrees it was (laughs) the weather conditions were miserable the neighborhoods were amazing yes and i can't wait to see them in 2024 because i know everybody will come out it doesn't matter what the forecast is do you so you just so really you only really had to worry about the transportation to the 5k and being from orlando i imagine that you drove like we do yes so Mm -hmm. yeah so that part was easy for us we didn't have to worry about an Mm -hmm. uber and even at that hotel, we've walked to Publix. There's a oh. Walgreens right there. So we don't usually move our car once we get back from the 5K until it's time to leave. So if we need anything, there are some things in walking distance. And then dinner, depending on where you go for dinner, you might need. I think we Ubered, though, just so we could have some beverages. <laughs> it's important to celebrate your accomplishment. And, and you are right there in a beach town, which has plenty of mm-hmm. options. Mm-hmm. So that's really great. Mm-hmm. And oh, one thing I was going to say about the 5K being at the at the stadium, stadium parking. It, yeah, you got to drive there. Oh, but or parking Uber there, is. But parking is amazing. Yes. So easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no complaints there. So many parking spots. Yeah. Because I think when we did the Gate River Run, that's where yes, we same parked. Thing. That's yep. where we parked. And so... Uh, so we don't have to worry about if you drive, if you're from a neighboring state and you drive in, then you don't have to worry about parking for that. And then if you stay at a hotel near the start, finish up the marathon, the half marathon, that's just super easy in terms of transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we mentioned your church, you, especially where you were staying, you're right there in a beach town. Any mm-hmm. suggestions for great local food to do like a carb loading meal? We hadn't been there until this past year and everybody had raved about it for years. And I don't know why we didn't go, but we finally went to Taco Lou <laughs> and amazing. I always go with one of my friends who's gluten free. So she's always hard to find the right place for a pre-race meal and mm. She had no issues there. I think we went there twice, actually, because we might have gone both Friday and Saturday night because it was just so good. I'm definitely looking forward to doing that again because you can get your carbs, you can get your proteins, you can you have all these different options and it's a quick place. So mm-hmm. it was quicker than I expected because they were so busy that night and being a weekend anyway, but being with all the race traffic, they really did a great job of getting the food. You could go home and get some rest before the big day the next day. That's fair. Yeah, we're That's fans of Taco Lou. I, you know, like the appetizer that I remember us having the, the street corn, it's deconstructed street deconstructed corn. Street corn. Yes. yes. Have you had that? Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, it's like a street corn dip. This yes. Is the, the best way I can describe mm-hmm. it. Just give me a spoon. And- mm-hmm. We'll just go. Yes. So, and then two years in a row now, we've gone after the 5K to the Jack's Beach Brunch House. Oh. And there's a little bit of a wait there, but yes, there they've is. got all sorts of mimosas. And that's our theme of the weekend is all the mimosas. <laughs> 
So because you can get them on the race course. Um, get them on the race course. If yeah. you do the race correctly, you get lots of mimosas. <laughs> you do. If you do the race right, then you can just feel good the entire way. <laughs> yes. The Jack's Beach Brunch House. We, we tried to go there. We so tried to go there. I think the Gate River Run weekend, didn't yes. we? And we were unsuccessful at oh, getting in. It was like a mass of people all around. I think it was like a two two hour wait. So you yes, have to, we book it after the five k to get there. Yeah, I think you have to be there when they open, right? I, or, you probably have to be there, there when early. they open. Yeah, and when she I mean, when you say I book it, early. you mean you were going there quickly. You didn't book it ahead of time. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. You can't book it ahead of time. We no. did the race and left, which would quickly be to get there. And so helpful. We, we didn't run quickly of the race. We walked the five k. <laughs> I was having some foot issues. Yeah. It was a little bit of. I think at that point, and I couldn't tell you what time it was, but it was probably a twenty to thirty minute wait, and we had a big group. So yeah, if no. you can get there before ten. It's good, especially if you're a faster runner. But and what's nice well. in that area, yeah, Jacksonville's yeah. a really large city in terms of geography. Mm. But like to downtown to where the five k is, out to the beaches, it's twenty thirty minutes. It's not a horrible drive. No, um, you're it's really it's not a bad drive, and it's so spread out. So there's not really bad traffic when you if you have to at that time of the morning, right? Yeah, when you're yeah going to the five k versus yeah. Now that was the, the I, that was a question about the pre race carb load. Any recommendations mm-hmm. or places for celebratory meals mm-hmm. after say after you finished your half marathon? Definitely taco loose still. <laughs> get the tequila <laughs> yeah, afterward. Afterward. At that point you get the margaritas. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's that's so good. But we normally go. We leave pretty quickly, not quickly, but we enjoy the post-race activities Mm -hmm. on site. And then we start making the drive back home for Sunday night. But there's also this place that maybe is not as well known that I like. So I'm from Connecticut and we like lobster rolls in Connecticut. And we like warm lobster rolls, not the cold mayo lobster rolls that's her right there there's a food truck that was on shark tank that's called cousins main lobster and in neptune beach so we normally go on the way to like when we're coming into town Mm -hmm. they have an actual restaurant where i think it might be the only one in the country at least at one point it was so it's not a food truck it's an actual location Mm -hmm. in neptune beach it was really close whenever the expo was at what they called the old Kmart. Uh, Kmart. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Which was a little confusing. So I'm glad it's at a place that we can like Google. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's really close <laughs> to there. So we found it that year. And every year we go back because you can get the warm, hot lobster rolls with butter. You can get lobster on top of tater tots. So that would probably be a really good post-race meal for me too and very indulgent we've and seen like, this place we have we've gotten i think email advertisements or something i believe so that we've got to and i just i made him go out last night to a food truck at, at a local brewery because they had a connecticut lobster roll there you go it's it might awesome. have been the same truck it's awesome this mobster this one's lo- local this one's mobster okay. lobster 
So okay. it's like a Boston kind of. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. But, <laughs> but it is funny. I never knew that the Connecticut lobster roll was a thing and had a name until I had seen this food truck that I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's just how I'm used to it. It's <laughs> I thought delightful. it was just a hot and a cold one, but no, it's Connecticut and other. <laughs> <laughs> There's a main lobster roll and then the, isn't, yes. it, isn't that what it is mm-hmm. that I saw on the menu last night? So yeah. yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And you are Maine, whereas I am Connecticut. I, I, I love them both. Uh-huh. But when it's hot outside and you're going to have that, I like the cold. Okay. Lobster That's roll. Fair. But they're That's both fair. delicious. But it is an indulgent. Lobster is mm-hmm. a way to celebrate. Oh, and, heck yeah. Know, I would be wearing the bling and having the lobster roll. And be a happy mm-hmm. girl. Yes. But now, what about, okay, you talked about mimosas. So mm-hmm. at the Jack's Beach Brunch House, and I'm sure all along the course where you have the opportunity, and, the, and there are some Bloody Marys as well. Well, so we course. should probably explain for <clears throat> maybe newer listeners. Oh, yes. The community comes out and folks in their driveways set up displays. They have pink everything. They have, <sighs> they, they costume. They just, they go wild. And so many people mm-hmm. feed and water the runners. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that water has a little more than water in it. And it has sometimes a lot more than water in it. Like mimosas, mm-hmm. like Bloody Marys, vodka soaked gummy bears. Oh, yes. Yep. Picklebacks. <laughs> shot, shots of pick, fireball. Picklebacks. Pick, picklebacks. Pickleback. <laughs> yes, did you I have never seen such a party atmosphere. But it's all safe. But it's all safe. Oh, the the community is so wonderful. Yeah. And but seeing that and these folks, and then you have them literally handing you plates of food as you run by, and they've got a full breakfast on a plate. Breakfast burrito. Trying to eat while you're running. (laughs) It's so right. It's so funny. They fully embrace the race as opposed to other bigger races that are in. Florida and probably other places that are mad that they can't leave their house and Bingo. you have to worry about cars maybe being mad that they're trying to get out and you're running. Oh, redirection really, of traffic. Yeah. yeah. They really, for the Donna marathon races, they're like, we're going to be stuck here. We're going to have a party. And they have an all day tailgate. There used to be at least a contest to see which neighborhood could decorate the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still an official contest or not, Ooh. but they just come out and they're celebrating and they're playing music and they're cheering you on. And so, sure, you want to stop yeah. and have some donuts? You want some drinks? We're here for you. So it's that's the difference in mm-hmm. the Donna Marathon weekend that is hard to really express how much the neighborhoods show up for you. Yeah. I've been to other races where people say it's a party race and it's not. There's one or two houses that do things for the runners. And this, it's just everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's music, they're dancing, they're singing, they're cheering, they're offering you anything you could possibly want. Even some people have offered if we, need to go into their house and use the restroom. Like, oh, it's insane. The amount of support that this race really shows its runners. It's the gold standard. It really is. And yeah. I'm shocked at the number of houses that go out of their way to purchase Donna race um, signage. 
Oh, like they'll have official signage in their yard. Yeah. And they do that to support the race. And then they're out there tailgating and partying Mm -hmm. and hiring a DJ. Oh, they hire DJs. Yeah. yeah, Crazy stuff. It's just so much fun. Yes. I think it spoils me for other races. Like you said that they're like, Oh, it's a great, it's a party. You'll it's like a party course and you get there and it's, have you ever run space coast Meredith? That was the one I was referring to <laughs> because it's on our list. I love space coast. It's great. I don't even know how many times I ran it for all the different series and the big medals and probably the medals are eight, impressive. Maybe oh. nine years. Yeah, the medals are impressive. It's a beautiful course along the water. And everyone says the South course is the party course, but they're literally, there used to be the parrot heads. I don't remember them being there the last time I was there, but they were partying for themselves. They didn't necessarily offer the runners anything. And then there's a house that they make pancakes. They have all sorts of drinks and that house is great, but they're the only one. And there definitely have been cars that have been, nope, it's race morning. Too bad. I have to get where I want to go. Right. Uh, and that's just how it yeah. is. It's not a lot. Maybe one or two during the time that I'm on the south course, which is probably like the 3.30 mm-hmm. one time we had to walk that. So four hours. And well, that's where we are. It's that's a great race. People love did. it. Yeah. But... If you think that Space Coast is a party race, <laughs> Donna Marathon Weekend is like a hundred times that. See? Yeah. 100%. Yes. <laughs> See, we're getting. And, and that's not to say that Space Coast wouldn't be amazing. I still want to experience it. No. But Donna is a must for everybody to experience. Oh, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. A must. And when you cross Mm -hmm. that finish line, I just, I'm getting like goosebumps just talking about it, Mm -hmm. just talking about the finish line and the way that Fitz Kohler, one half of Team Noisy, is there celebrating survivors and all, everybody who is running for that cause. She is incredible. And to have her there as a survivor herself is. What, this is going to be year three that she's there? One, two, Mm -hmm. three, right? I think so. She definitely took it to a whole nother level. And Fitz is amazing. Mm. And I've done so many races that Fitz has announced. And she's just one of the best in the business. But when she was diagnosed, it was something definitely that we were like, you need to connect with the Donna Marathon folks. Like, it's just a perfect Mm-hmm. partnership and it is you've always seen people with information on their back whether it's who they're running for in memory and support of you mm-hmm. see a lot of people with the survivor bibs on and just seeing what they've gone through and now here they are finishing either a half or a full marathon and <sighs> it just takes it that extra step to really ask them about their journey and how many mm-hmm. years they participated and what it means to them. And it really is a meaningful weekend, whether you have a connection to breast cancer or not. Mm. It's true. And sadly, the statistics are that with one in eight women, mm-hmm. chances are very good. You're going to be touched by it either directly or indirectly at some point in your life. Yes. So. And this is the perfect time. It's well, every day and every month is the perfect time, but this is the perfect time to highlight it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And 
everybody needs to make sure that they have their yearly exams and that they get checked out so that prevention or catching it early can mean a a meaningful and successful recovery. And I, I will just say that as helpful as they are trying to be, the guys that are on the race course at the Donna that are offering exams, probably not the one you want to go with. Get, get a professional. Go, go see your doctor. It's go a see professional. It's a professional, not the ones that are joking that the, make the are, little signs. And there are some really <laughs> funny signs and funny guys, funny yeah. folks out there on the course. But that one, I, I'm like, really, guys? <laughs> yeah, it makes you laugh. The finish line makes you cry. Oh. And just it's I and then after you cross the finish line, the the bling is incredible. And we, and we just got the release of the renders. Of oh, yeah. What the, the this year's medals mm-hmm. are going to look like. I think they're looking great. I they do. Yes. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So is it just mimosas for you or do you hit some of the breweries there after you cross the finish line and celebrate? I don't. I'm not a beer fan, but I do like my mimosas. There you go. (laughs) Especially on on and off the course. So that morning, if if it's not raining and we're standing out waiting for the start line, we're sipping on a mimosa and getting ready for the race. And because that race, it is. It's at least a seven hour time limit for the half marathon because of the full marathon. And Mm -hmm. Like I said, I didn't participate last year. I just volunteered, but my friends were with someone celebrating their 100th oh, half marathon. Really? And oh, wow. They took five and a half hours to finish the half marathon because they indulged along the way. And me being at the finish line waiting was like, where are you? Are you alive? <laughs> But they had a lot of fun, and I'm sad I missed out on that. But volunteering is, is always in, it, and to see the volunteers along the course and mm-hmm. at the finish line and at the expo. I feel like volunteering is a meaningful and moving experience as well. It is, and something else that doesn't get talked about a lot, I don't think, is the marathon high program that they do yeah that is also it's like a whole separate inspiring on course seeing the kids running so mm-hmm. you've got just inspiration everywhere you yes. look at the donna race well, it's true and, and i was going to ask you from your time of doing the races over the, the years any stories that jump out at you or that you really found to be inspiring and that come to mind when you think about it that you could share Yeah, there was one year, one of our ambassadors, they have large signage day of the event. And it was back when it was over the bridge. Oh, we remember that. Yep. On the way to Mayo. And they had surprised one of the ambassadors with having her picture on one of those big signs with a quote from her. So that was really nice to see and just to see how she felt so welcomed and inspired and as with breast cancer races we unfortunately lost her a few years ago and the ambassadors all came together and she had a great number of friends that ran the next year in her memory but seeing what the inspiration is like on the course and hearing the survivors talk about how 
supported they feel during that weekend. And because they have that survivor bib, you know who they are if they choose to identify. And just being able to congratulate them and talk to them if they want to about their story and just having it really be a celebration for them that they've conquered cancer or they're currently going through the battle, but they're out there running. One of my friends had signed up for the race and actually got diagnosed with breast cancer a month or two before the race last year. And she said she's not an emotional person. So she didn't think like it was just going to be a normal race for her and being able to experience that with her while she was in the midst of her cancer battle, she just felt amazing. It was life-changing for her and to see the support and see what the other survivors are doing and knowing that she's going to get through it. And it's, it really is hard to put into words how amazing the weekend is from all sorts of inspiring stories and just the people that you meet, whether they're a survivor or connected to someone. I've met some of my really good friends through running Donna and we all just have this connection and it's amazing and we'll continue to support it as long as we can, whether it's not running and volunteering, Uh but it's just an amazing weekend that I hope more people will come to an experience. Yes. And donate to the foundation and, uh, Mm -hmm. and just, Gosh, I can't say enough how wonderful this weekend is. And if people think we gush over this weekend, yeah. but then once you get there and you, you, understand you experience why? it for the first time. You understand. Meredith, and, uh, go ahead. No, you mentioned donate, and I think people think, as they should, that it is for a foundation. The race funds do raise money for the Donna Foundation, but you can always do more, whether it's mm-hmm. that extra donation or whether you do sign up as a fundraiser, I think so many people are scared to fundraise. And mm. like we've said, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer. So people in your network are willing to support breast cancer organizations. And the Donna Foundation is one of the best. So they give you all the resources you need, whether it's facts or information about what they do do to be able to ask. It's scary to ask people for money, but you're not asking for yourself. You're asking for those affected by breast cancer. And it really is meaningful. Even if you can raise $100, $200, if more of us did that, it would go a long way. And mm-hmm. with an organization like Donna, it's not really dollar for dollar. You you raise money for them and they're able to multiply those dollars. Yes. So it's... Right. It, you have that multiplicative effect yeah. that makes your donation that much more impactful. Meredith, how can people connect with you if they want to find so, out more about your journey? If you want to find me, I'm on Instagram at Mayor Chambers. I'm on Facebook. I'm at most every run Disney race and in a bunch of different run Disney Facebook groups, but local here in Orlando, I'm like, co-leader of a she runs this town group so trying to get more women out and running and Mm -hmm. i'll definitely be at donna weekend i think as of now we've got eight people coming and hoping to recruit a few more just in our little group and you want to call that little but yeah i will be there smiling we usually have some weird crazy get up for the 5k especially 
we have these big like pink hair tentacle things that light Ooh. up that we wear mostly every year for the 5k and enjoy getting dressed up and just being out there to support and enjoy oh we have to ramp up our costuming game yes yes i, think I so. feel like we need to step it up I having so. ha- mm-hmm. and yes and now is the time so <laughs> to start to think about that and, and giving and uh, Meredith we can't thank you enough for coming on the show to talk about the work you do and just thank you for helping us get the word out about the race itself about the cause about breast cancer awareness month we can't wait to see you in person in February yeah, I can't wait. Thank you. And thank you for helping to share Donna Weekend with all of your listeners. And Runcation Nation, we hope that you will join us virtually or even better in person at the Donna Marathon Weekend, February 2nd through 4th, 2024. Go to runsignup.com slash runcationnation2024, all one word, where you can donate or register and join the Runcation Nation team. Don't forget to use our discount code RC Nation 5 to register as well. Meredith, thank you again. And we can't wait to accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge along with us. We'll talk to you next time.